With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a crowd podcast. Hello, Deck. Good evening, George. How are you? I'm great. Stop giving it away that we're recording this the night before. This We've been up bright and breezy. First thing, seize the day mentality. Monday morning. Wah, let's hit it. Um, how's your weekend been? Bloody brilliant, George. I was away this weekend, out of the country. A little flying visit to Berlin. Um, Berlin? Berlin, yeah. Have you got family in Berlin? Yeah, family in Berlin. Um, it was absolutely freezing. Well, but well below zero, snowy. It was bloody lovely. Christmas oh, t- markets. Christmas market one day. Toboggan debut for for Taylor Junior uh, today Sunday. Um, so I wasn't at the boxing, but I watched it since. Um, uh, obviously, we want to talk about that in this episode. But yeah, lovely weekend. That'd More importantly, ideal. George, um, this week I hit my thirty plants. Remember that? Yep, you've got I, to eat 30 plants. I got a lot of messages, people worrying about me because they were going, how are you going to eat 30 plants a day? I realised I said 30 plants a day. It's not, it's 30 plants a week. Anyway, right. it was actually a piece of piss where, you know, I was. I actually went over 30 plants. That's how bloody diverse my gut microbiome is. Did you pop to the garden centre or something on your way home? Yeah, just a couple of pansies on the way home. Um, how was your weekend, George? You were a bit, I mean, you were boxing all over the shop. You were on Friday night, I saw you on bloody TV again. I was on. I was on the box on the on the little, the little the silver screen, the silver screen. Yeah, Channel Five, Terrestrial TV, your favourite, which everyone can watch. Yep, love a bit of bit of bit of the fives. Um, the boxing was okay. Nathan Gorman um, sadly got beat. A bit of an upset. He did. Um, but good news for Chloe Watson becomes European champion. I think it's her seventh fight, and um, some good some good prospects on the on the card as well. Baltic Bolton Friday night, but but guess what? I was up bright and breezy. First thing the next morning, first train back to London for the Christmas fair, and not just the Christmas fair, the first school Santa fun run opened by yours truly. Oh, parents still got parent, it. Yeah, they wanted. They they tried. I was the least conditioned out of all the dads there in the race, but the Santa fun run, Santa hat on with the kids. 
So my youngest dragged him round uh, round the park in Hammersmith twice. What was the distance? How long? We didn't stick it on Strava, to be honest. Mm, um, don't count then. It, it might not count. It might not count. So lots of exciting news. But also, Deck, I'll tell you what I have been doing. Uh-oh. I have been scheming because I've got one of my amazing ideas. Oh God! The last time you t- you told me that it was I'm gonna I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Are you interested? Yes, that was the well, last this scheme is, you had. So what's this one? This 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 marries up in terms of the grandness of that news, right? Oh, oh, oh. because okay. this is this is the next significant chapter in the GGBC. You're not, you're not eating thirty plants, are you? No, 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 oh, no. Um, that you're you're my canary in the mine for that, mate. You, you let me know how you get on. No, no, no. I've got this idea. We're taking this show stadiums. We're <laughs> But we're not starting with a stadium. Thank God for that. We're not even starting with a tour. But for seeing as that made me ten year anniversary with Carl the Cobra Frotch that we did last week went so well, the feedback was so big, so good. I was like, is there any other big anniversaries coming up? <laughs> Fucking May next year, mate. I fight him again ten yeah, years on. You do. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put a massive live event. It's <laughs> it's happening. The GGBC <laughs> listeners can come and watch a live episode of our show. So I need you there. So I can't Thank remember the date. So you need to come. Yeah, imagine uh, you bumped me for that. That would be painful. Well, Frotch is in. I've already been on the phone to <laughs> Mr. Carl Frotch. He's he's penciled in. I've got it in How his diary. How many are you going to do with him? Well, don't, don't, don't. Let's not promise <laughs> something that it isn't quite, you know. Uh, when, I, when I opened the GGBC, you know, boxing club people thought I was actually opening a boxing club <laughs> don't overpromise under the liver yeah. I said no it's a it's a podcast and this is a live event with me and the frotch and, and it's live don't. that is uh, that I mean that's very exciting what for May next year May next year so we're ironing out we need a, we might need some help with this as well some yeah, ideas that, that sounds like the, that sounds a lot like us doesn't it yeah you come up with a plan let everyone else do the work <laughs> yeah 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 well I think we've got a venue we've got a venue lined up London based because, you know, like the rematch was if we took it back to London um, but we need posters we definitely need a poster and maybe a strap line mm. for, what the, for what the show could be called this club has always delivered the goods every single time we've asked the listeners for anything they've come mm. up with seeing stars they've come up with how about that they've come up with everything we've basically got even you know the print that we can that we sell is done by one of our listeners. Um, mm. So you're a promoter. So you you're you're a pundit. You're a former world champion, and now you're about to become a promoter of a live event. Um, would you would you say you're more Eddie Hearn or more Frank Warren or someone someone completely different? I'm a lot better than both of those two chaps. <laughs> Don't forget, I mean, you, 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 haven't even, you haven't even got any ideas yet. You haven't even got a strap line. But. Uh, yeah, that's a really good question. So we'll lean on both yeah. to sort of see where 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 we go with they're this. Both in the Who, club, they're both yeah elite club members. They uh, and now they're getting on like a house on fire. In fact, they met at you know an event, a press well, actually it was a press conference, a little bit different to what we were putting on. We can have press conference deck to oh, announce we do the announcement tickets are on on sale. It would just be me and you. I'll sit at a table and you sit row one. Yeah, you can ask me a bunch of. Um, Questions that I know the answers yeah, to. Yeah, leading questions. Yeah, it could work. Hey, okay, so big, que- most important question when it comes to live events is tickets. Like, we obviously need to shift some tickets. Yeah. When are they going on sale? Uh, do we know? It's going to go on sale before Christmas. Before Christmas. Yeah. What a stocking filler that is. 
Yeah. Santa's going to be dropping these off Christmas Eve. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. It's going to be, uh, yeah. It could- <laughs> <Carpet bombing. laughs> he might not be able to get a ticket, Santa. He might be sold totally out by right. Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I mean, I'm very excited. Um, and, and Carl's in, is he? Carl is in. Okay. Um, he's, yeah, he's probably, he's in the gym. I think he posted a picture of him in the gym today, a video <laughs> of him in the gym. So he's, he's, he's up, he's primed, he's ready, he wants this. Yeah. It's happening. We need okay, uh, so we need to we need a tagline for this. This is Groves Froch three. This time it's personal. The decider. We could do better than this. This is just you know this is this is normal boxing parlance. What see can, you, see you, you, see you, dead. you, you, you former world champion from Nottingham. Uh, yeah, we need, yeah we need something. We need a we need a tagline for the poster. I mean, this is exciting stuff. The tickets are going to go on sale. We need a poster first of all. Yeah, post would be good. So, yeah, so the first ever George Groves Boxing Club live event is going to be in May and tickets are going to go on sale before Christmas, George. That's what you're telling me. Carl Frotch is going to be there. Frotch, um, Frotch yeah. Yeah. And we'll do the best feature ever. We're going to do the best feature ever. It's going to be you against you against Carl and that'll be the real quiz. I mean, if that ain't worth it, then I don't know what else is, to be honest. So this is, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. If you're not, the, all of this is going to be made more clear across our episodes now, between now and Christmas. And... It's going to be all over our socials. If you're not following already, George, what is the social handles on all the stuff? The social handles on all the stuff, it's always the same. It's at GG Boxing Club. At yeah. GG Boxing Club, which is the easiest thing to ever remember. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, you can email us as well. Uh, GG Boxing Club at crowdnetwork.co.uk. Um, we read them. Where, where are you going to put the tickets on sale? Uh, we'll we'll let you know that I, I, well, I on mean, the so, socials, but yeah. I'm sure there will be a link for this uh, in the link tree Easy. upon the socials. Okay. Um, because you know who needs websites? It's not a website. We're we're beyond websites. It's a modern age deck. You just mm. have a social account that has a tree of links that sends you everywhere. But we're not going to get into all that jazz about. No. You know, caps and bottles and all that. You know, playlist that comes at the end of this pod. We haven't even spoke about boxing yet, Dick. We will. So though. we've we've heavily plugged the future the future gig, the live gig, and that's that's going to be a first. That's going to be the first of our in this club's history of a first ever live event. It's going yep. to be a ten year anniversary ep of mm. the Wembley fight that changed British boxing forever. Let's be honest, Thank it you. really did. Yep. Um, for the better. Maybe. That's for that's for next year. But yeah. You're going to try and get the tickets on sale before Christmas. Happy days. Now, there was also a first... Let's talk about some boxing, George, because there was a, it was a big weekend, a big Saturday. That is the first ever live event, but there was a first for us, George. The first ever George Groves Boxing Club derby between two fighters who have been on this pod and then fought each other. And that was mm. Michael Conlon against Jordan the Thrill Gill, who was 6-1 to one underdog. Not quite as wide as Nathan Heaney, but... About as many people were back in Jordan Gill as were back in Nathan Heaney. And for, you know, the second big fight in a row, the underdog prevailed and Jordan Gill pulled off the upset over in Belfast. The show was called The Get Back because they were both coming off the back of defeats. But mm. people thought this was The Get Back for Michael Condon and Jordan Gill was be a name on the record. He ripped up the script, Jordan Gill. He he dropped uh, Conlon in the second round, stopped him on his feet in the seventh by Howard Foster, who jumped in. Um, mm. Eddie Hearn described it as a punch-perfect performance. 
you can't really argue with that as an assessment, George. What did you think? Would you think it was about just about as good as it could get for Jordan Gill? Yeah, he was very good, wasn't he, mm. Jordan Gill? Uh, it's, it's, I, I'm getting emotionally attached to all our guests, Deck. I've got to say it. And when when these two were going to fight each other, I was like, oh, I don't really want a loser out of this. Um, and six to one, not just with hindsight, I thought it was probably a, a bit a bit much in terms of an underdog. But I did think. Conlon was the favourite, and I, I, you know, mm. Conlon's the 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 slick fighter, the you know the the guy who boxed really well, and you're thinking he's got the home advantage, he's got this new new team, but they but they both moved on t- trainer wise, I think late. Jordan Gill back now with his dad was leading the corner, so and I think that was his amateur boxing coach. But um, yeah, he catches him, doesn't he? Like uh, with that chopping sort of left hand. Yeah, it's a great um, shot. Almost like a, I think it comes at the end of a, of a one-two. So one-two back onto the left. It goes, you know, catch right through the target. Um, Conlon's down and it, it's it's a heavy knockdown. Um, and his legs are not under in it, uh, back under him for the for the rest of the round. Um, you you are thinking at this point like this fight could could or should be over in in the next round. You know he's got through two, but three he's probably going to go. But he. He rallies back. You know, he has a couple of spells where he's doing okay. He lands one really good right hand on on uh, on Gill at one point, but you know, he just always looked the bigger, stronger, sort of more um, comfortable fighter out there. And then in that seventh round, he catches Con. He catches him, and Colin sort of as he moves out to his left, it, his legs do a tiny jig. It almost you're thinking, what was that? You know, it's that meme. You know where. DiCaprio is like, it's that one. And then I think that's where it started there. I think something caught him, buzzed him, clipped him, and, and he wasn't quite there. And then there's almost two or three exchanges later when it the finish comes. Um, it's a really good um, flurry of punches that, that Jordan Gill throws and Hal Frosser jumps in. Um, it was, it was, I think the comms team said, Good stoppage from Howard Foster. Um, what do you think, Deck? Do you think it was spot on? Do you think, like, could have maybe given him a couple more seconds? Or do you think he just stopped the inevitable? I think he stopped the inevitable. You're, you're used to seeing maybe more go in unanswered before the ref jumps in. It's not mm. like he's down. Like, on first viewing, it's not like you're seeing a couple of really big ones and he's, like, out. But it's one of those stoppages where you sort of think, He's not turning this around. It's just gonna, mm. it's just gonna beat him up for a bit longer, and he might have just really finished him on in the corner there. Um, I wasn't complaining to be honest, but you know, um, and you know, Mick Conlon was kind of complaining, like you know, he's he's as is as Foster's sort of cuddling him. He's kind of going, what's you know, I'm not, I'm not done, sort of thing. But mm. uh, you know, he would be saying that even if he totally was. Um, so not yeah. no massive complaints. Um, I think it was the you know that was the way that the fight was going. Conlon was not going to turn that around. He'd been on the floor. I thought he did amazingly. That knockdown in the second was early in the second. He, he hung on for like over two minutes. I think like did really well. Obviously makes it to the seventh, and then the stoppage comes. Um, that's two stoppages in a row for um, for Mick Conlon in Belfast. Once against Luis Alberto Lopez. When we got him in the club, it was very. I was really excited because he got a new trainer in Pedro Diaz. He, you know. You often think, is he still? Is he got anything? Not, not has he got anything left? It's more, 
does he really need this sport anymore? Like, has he had enough of it? And it felt like he got, you know, rejuvenated. The juices were flowing again. He was excited about working with the new coach and all of that stuff. Obviously, a new coach comes with its challenges. Um, he said afterwards, always gracious in defeat, Mick Conlon. And he, you know, he said, um, you know, I have some time out of my family. I'll come again and, and that sort of stuff. Who knows what happens there? Uh, but, you know, maybe it just got it wrong and it, it didn't quite gel with the new coach in time. Or maybe Jordan Gill was that good. I'd never seen him that aggressive, George. I've never seen him that heavy-handed looking for a finish ever, I don't think, in his career. Even early doors, like when he was boxing people not on his level, he'd never really been like that. He's always a mover, like nice combination puncher, but you no, know, not spiteful like that. He seemed like he had a real point to prove. We'll get onto that in a minute, why you know, that he did have a point to prove. Um, before we get onto Gill, what are your thoughts on Conlon? Do you think we'll see him again? Um, do you think that could be the end of his career? He sort of feels like, he, obviously the, the idea was going for a third world title or... or you're going for a third world title attempt because he's lost in two so far. Mm. Um, what do you think? What do you think becomes of Michael Conlon now? Back-to-back stoppages um, is going to be tough. Like It's going to be really tough. And he said, that he's, in, he's. I feel like the statement that I read, it felt like he was saying he's going to have a little break to go and reflect rather than, you know, I just need to get back to this. Yeah. Chase it. Um Will, he wants, to, I feel like he's the sort of fighter, he's only in it if he can become a world champion and now he's going to have to go back to the drawing board and question whether he can go on to win a world title and if he, if he, for whatever reason he feels like he can't, there's a reason for that then he, he might, he might not, I'm not, he's not, he's not the oldest but he's had, he's had three losses now where he's been stopped so you know, obviously, there's a bit of mileage there that accumulates. You know, he had a massive, massive, you know, fantastic amateur career, but there might be a bit of mileage there. Um, maybe it was the wrong fight for him, you know. Um, both guys take a risk coming back off a loss to fight each other. And maybe just Jordan Gill is better than everyone actually thinks of him. It's a weird one because this is just the classic example of why you can't look at common opponents really and, and care about them too much because Kareem Gurphy and Jordan Gill had life and death and obviously Jordan Gill pulls out of the bag this crazy knockout that we talked about won an award for us in, the, in our awards last year which are coming up by the way and then Mick Conlon blitzes Kareem Gurphy in like a minute or whatever it was and you're thinking well based on that there's no way Jordan Gill wins this fight because Conlon is this and Gill is that but it just doesn't really work like that in boxing and it just comes down to what who puts what together on the night and he got the breakthrough early and then there was no let up from, from Gil. I thought it was mm. very, very impressive. I think you could say in winning the first ever Derby, George, that's got to make him the most elite of all our elite club members. No disrespect yeah. to any of the others, but like yeah. that has to be the, the elitist of the, <laughs> yeah. of, that's top of the tree. That's top of the link tree. Some people don't like to be called an elitist, but um, <laughs> yeah, he might, he might have might stole that crown. We should have had a belt made, but then again, it would have been sad you know, for the, for the mm. person who doesn't. Yeah. win that belt yeah, we love Mick we love Mick but um, congratulations I think also they, they're up at super featherweight now isn't they they both moved up and Jordan Gill he looked bigger he looked you know solid and it's, it's, this is hard to gauge when you, you drop someone that heavy in round two mm. so you haven't you know Colin's going to be fighting a slightly on shaky legs after that anyway but he looked big he looked solid um, he looked dangerous and um brilliant win and some 
I've, I've, I've heard some of the comments after he, he says in the ring. I didn't know this. Like, no. what did you make of that, Dave? Well, it's, it's, it's the, other, the other thing is you never really know what's going on with someone. Like, especially boxing fans, someone like Jordan Gill, when he's not boxing, they just sort of, they're just another fighter who's out there, hasn't got a date and you don't really know what's going on. You don't know what's happening behind the scenes. That's why also it's almost impossible to make these picks. We obviously had him in the club. I think that was just after the Kiko loss. Um, which was last year, 2022. Um, and, he, you know, obviously he's great, but he says, he said in the ring that after, so he, he's obviously been going through it behind the scenes and out of the ring. He said, after the Martinez loss, I lost touch with myself. I broke up with my wife. On the 30th of June, I was in a field and I was going to kill myself. Somebody came and saved me that day. And he also said, I wasn't contemplating, I was doing it and someone saved me. So, you know, serious heavy shit and mm. he he's come back from that not only come back from it and got his life back together but he's come back to a to an elite fight like that gone away and won and there'll be people live there'll be people listening to this pod now who have been in the situation similar maybe going through it right now and they can look at Jordan Gill and be like fucking hell like it does you know you can come back from this stuff that there's there's always a route back if you know if you surround yourself with the right people and you do the right things and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And Jordan Gill's living proof of that. And then to go and bear all that in the ring, I just found it very inspirational. And there'll be it, that would have helped people. He didn't have to say that. He could have quite easily kept that to himself. Mm. But he was happy in the ring afterwards to just be like, "This is what this is the score of me, and this you know this is what I've been going through. Nobody knows this stuff." But like, I think it's worth people knowing. And it just makes, I mean, it makes box the, the fight seem like inconsequential almost. Like he won the fight mm. and I'm sure it meant everything to him. But like compared to what he was going through, it's nothing. Um, and he's come back and he's delivered a performance like that. And you just got, you know, with all that in the background, you've got to take your hat, your hat off to him even more so. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one to even try and dissect, but... Yeah. you know the, the 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 guts and the balls it takes to even say that on on the tv it's fucking crazy i don't know maybe he's thought about sharing it maybe he hadn't maybe it's just spare at a moment you know after that win um and i hope that he doesn't um regret it you know there's no need to it's um it's a courageous thing that he's done and uh yeah boxing boxing has this effect on a lot of people you know there are a lot of these stories so where you feel like you are at, at absolute rock bottom, um, and boxing, boxing will bring you back. Is is that sort of sport? So um, yeah, magnificent um, victory for Jordan Gill. Mm, we salute ECM. you, Jordan Gill, and Conlon. Like best of luck to him. All the best of him. You know, both in the club. Problem with the derby, someone's got to lose. Um, and Jordan Gill won, and pff, what a performance to do it. Um, so hats off to both of them, George. Um, should we have a break there because we got to go we got to get a flight mate we got going to have to get on the Virgin Atlantic again um, and get over to America because we've got a big a big name doing some big hitting should we have a break there let's have a break there 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right, Deck, we're back. Uh, we are now stateside for the big fight. Howdy. <laughs> Sorry. Howdy about we that, then, Deck. Yeah, indeed. Um, and we're in Houston. Houston, Texas, George. Who was fighting? Uh, it was Ryan Garcia against... How do I pronounce his name? Duarte. Oscar Duarte. Oscar Duarte. Where's he from? Mm. Uh, he's from Swindon. Yeah. Paral Chihuahua, Mexico. He's got that dog in him. Do you know much about this dude then beforehand, Dick? Is he, is he a... I didn't, but you know who did, who had sort of talked up his chances a little bit was De La Hoya and, um, and Bernard Hopkins. Obviously, they're trying to sell the fight with Ryan Garcia. It's Ryan Garcia's first fight since he lost to Javonta Davis in that mm-hmm. big fight in April is his return. Another, you know, the get back. Um, to steal a phrase from earlier I really got my it really got my juices flowing last week the final press conference in Houston Houston. where where Ryan Garcia got up on the stage and he just started lighting up De La Hoya started lighting up Bernard Hopkins going you can't tell me what to do you're backing this guy it was so good and I remember when Broner had to go at um, Leonard Ellaby Adrian Broner always had that in him where he could just have a pop at anyone on 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 the top table He's having a go at De La Hoya. De La Hoya's behind him. You can see him like shaking his head. He's having a go at Bernard Hopkins. He don't give a fuck anymore. And I love Ryan Garcia for it. He's just like, don't care. You know, he's that whole image squeaky clean thing. He's like, no, don't, don't want to do that anymore. He's gonna, he's being real. And and they were, people were wondering, could he do the business? He's obviously gone up in weight. Mm. Um, people wonder, can he, can he really fight? As Can he fight as well as he looks and as well as he TikToks and all that sort of stuff? Um, Anyway, the point is he knocked out Oscar Duarte or in the eighth round. Um, he gave uh, Duarte a big problem in Houston, George. What did you think of it? Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Garcia, you know, uh, I watched the... F- f- I probably started watching him pre his fight with Luke Campbell because I was, you know, um, wanting to see what this fella's about. Um, and Campbell dropped him heavy and he got up to win. And I've, I think, you know... Campbell might have had a few problems. He was right at the tail end of his career, you know, took the fight late and stuff like that, and he couldn't 
couldn't get rid of him. So there was a question mark over Garcia for me there and then. And then the Javante Davies fight, you know, it's you're like, okay, right. You know, he's Davis maybe he's just another level elite, but Garcia, um, I was hoping for a bit more from him in that fight. And this time around, I mean, he spent an awful lot of the fight sort of like not running away, but like moving, moving away without really trying to tease someone onto a shot or get rid of them. I don't know. Um, he definitely carries power. He's definitely got power because when he does, if he does land one, he's got the fast hands that can then put you to bed and finish you, um, which is exactly what he does to Oscar in this fight. Mm. But um, I'm not sh- like I'm not sure if I en- enjoyed it, Deck. To be honest, but watching it uh, again, I, I don't know. I think maybe I just want to see a bit more from him. A bit more from him. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I think it's fair enough assessment always. And I mean, that's probably a compliment to him because you're like, I want to see a bit more because I remember, yeah, the Campbell fight. I remember picking Luke Campbell in that fight because I thought Campbell knows too much of Southpaw, like he's going to be awkward, blah, blah, blah. And he drops Garcia, first drop, first time he's ever been dropped. And he comes back and wins, stops Campbell to the body. Obviously the tank fight finished funny where, you know, you sort of think, why, you know, could he have carried on, etc. I kind of know what you mean in the performance against Duarte, but it's one of those where it says on BoxRec now, KO8, and it's like he moves on to bigger and better things. Um, yeah. So I kind of know what you mean. I like his new his new uh, attitude to things. Um, I think he's got a lot to offer the sport. We haven't got many superstars in the sport at the moment in any division, not just in the UK, but anywhere. Um, and he's a potential superstar for me. Um, I think he looks good at the weight as well. I mean, we'll see with a... With a when he gets in with some of the bigger names. He's called out Roly Romero next, the guy who had the big beef with with uh, Javonta Davis and got knocked out by him. But, George, there's a bit of a problem there, I see, is that O'Hara Davis, mm-hmm. the hackney boy, he's boxing Ishmael Barroso. Remember him who boxed Crawler ages ago for the regular title, mm. I believe, at the WBA regular title. And then the winner has to fight Roly Romero. So I don't know what they're going to do there. I don't know why... Ryan Garcia assumes he's going to be fighting him. The WBA full champ is Romero at the at the moment, but I pick Garcia to beat Romero. So then, before you know it, he's a he's a champion in that what is emerging is a very sort of sexy sexy division at Ten Stone, um, and then he's you know he's set. And that, this sort of a performance against Duarte, no one even remembers it because it sets him up for a win like that. He's got the hand speed and the power to trouble anyone. Um, what do you think what like when we look back on Ryan Garcia he's obviously very young still do you think we're gonna do you think he's a potential great here are we looking at someone who could go down as a great or will he always be that sort of gimmick guy that many people still sort of tar him as now I'm not sure I'm not sure you know there's that sometimes and you don't you see footballers that have got a lot of hype about him as a teenager and then you think you know the success of money and TikTok followers are going to go to their head and they won't fulfill their full potential. Um, you know, I'm not sure if he is David Beckham-esque. Some people will say he could have been the greatest footballer out of that Manchester setup if he mm. wasn't running running around trying to wearing leather Get onesies and whatever, mm. fucking doing his hair. Um, That's a good point. So I'm, you know, and he's, 
in boxing, you know, you you hear we we've already touched on bloody mental health. We talked about Jordan Gill and what he's had to come back from. Um, but in fight in boxing, you've you've got to be tough. Like you've got to be mentally tough. And uh, the question marks will always be there over Ryan Garcia. I think just from you know some of the things that have happened previous in, in his career. But he might he might change that all round. He might mature. He might become a, a you know a, a more yeah mature fighter um but he's got the potential and he's in the divisions isn't he where there are big fights for him to have um if he can if he can carry on selling tickets you know jet you know then he has a significant value they you know they'll put put time behind him but if you're gonna go on the front foot and attack de la Hoya and and hopkins he might end up more like Broner than mm. like, you know, Javante uh, Davis or the likes. Mm. I think that, that yeah, that's going to come down to him, what, what he does and what direction he goes. He's only 25, 25 years old. He just moved up to 140. So there was the talk of the four kings at lightweight with him, with Haney, with Tank and with whoever the other one is, can't even remember. And none, and none of them really fought each other. Um, we got Tank Garcia, but we didn't get any of the others. Haney's mm-hmm. gone up mm-hmm. now, um, and now so's Garcia. Haney boxes on at this weekend on the on Saturday against Regis Progre. Goes straight in at the deep end in that division. So we're going to see fight. what he's made of. Great fight. See what he's made of at the division. We have got Garcia there. We've got Tiafimo Lopez. So it's like that division has become the new lightweight. It didn't quite happen at lightweight. It's now going to happen at lightweight or mm. super lightweight as. Um, Maurizio Suleiman pulled me for for describing it as as light welter, but it'll always be light welter to me, George. I'm not calling it. I'm not calling it super lightweight. I don't care if you're the president of the WBC. Anyway, um, okay, let's box off old Ryan Garcia, George. Before we go on to just the final thing we want to do, and that's a little look ahead to the weekend, which is a, a fighter who has returned to tell us about the night they won the, t- the title in Chris Billum Smith mm-hmm. this Wednesday. We've got the second edition of that of that little mini series, haven't we? Yeah, and you know, ECM listeners, hardcore listeners know exactly who this is. Of course, it is the star who came on with big ambitions of fighting for a world title, and then almost straight away went out there, won it, and has even had time to defend it before coming back on the GGBC. Of course, it is Ellie the Cockney Scotney, she's on and she is our Wednesday app this week. So do not miss that. It's going to be a great app uh, available as usual, but also it'll be up on YouTube for everyone who wants to see it. She didn't bring the belt or, yeah. or maybe she'll, maybe she'll bring the belt. Hopefully she brings the belt deck, but she's coming yeah, on hopefully. Wednesday. So we, we shall Without, see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's going to be, that's going to be audio only of course, but, Available on, on the Box News YouTube channel on Wednesday evening. Yep. Like, as is customary for us. Um, but yeah, George, we want to have a look ahead to this weekend, don't we? Because it's a super Sunday. What's 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 the crack? Absolutely. Her stable mate, Chris the Billum Smith, is uh, he's out defending his world title back down in Bournemouth. So I'm going. Uh, Same. Paid, paid gig, me. I'm on the... We're going. Yeah, we're going. It's going to be uh, Brills. That's like short for... Who, who are you working for? Are you working for Sky? Yeah, I'm doing a Sky gig. <laughs> Light work. <laughs> 70 tops. Nice nice um, little learner. Nice little learner. <laughs> no, yeah, so um, 
yeah, back with a with a with a uh, back in Bournemouth deck for mm. another big world title fight. So Chris Billum Smith is keeping boxing thriving down there um, in that part of the the world. He takes on uh, Masternek, uh, who. I think we all know Masterdick. Who did he box over here in the UK? Yeah, he boxed, he boxed Tony Bellew back yeah. in the day. Right. And it was like, a, for the European title back there, he's always been floating around with Mateus Masternak, and he was supposed to box Jai Opataya mm. for the IBF. And he didn't because he went this route instead. And obviously he's got he's got what is essentially a voluntary defence against Chris Billen Swift, who won the title against Lawrence Coley this year. And his, his first defence is this one. And it's a, that's a fucking hard fight, man. Like, yeah, um, boxing fans know about Masternak. Um, and there'll be people going, oh, CBS will walk through him. It's a very hard fight. He's a proper opponent. This this show as well, George, is great. It sold out weeks ago. Like, it's yeah. back in the Bournemouth International Centre, which Chris Billum Swift is just too big for now, which is yeah. like, it's such a thing to to achieve when you become too big for your, your like, local arena. And that is CBS. He's too big for it now. Um, but it's a Sunday night in Bournemouth. In December, and Mateus Masternak is the opponent. It's a, f- it's a big fight. Yeah, it's a big fight, um, and it's one that Chris and Swift can't overlook or yeah. take. You know, you can't, you can't you can't sleep on anyone in the cruiserweight division, of course. Um, and he had to, it was such a big night for him, wasn't it? Obviously, headlining in his football stadium in Bournemouth to challenge for the belt, beating Lawrence Coley, former stable mate and friend. Uh, they might have still been friends. I think they're friends now. But so there was a lot of pressure, a lot of emotion on that night. And, he, you know, he's going to somehow, you know, come again, come again. And uh, this fight sold out, as you say, Dex. So everyone's excited to be back down in Bournemouth. You know, all the locals are out to support Chris Willem Smith. And he's got to go and do a job. Masnick is not to be one to be overlooked. So, you know, I touch base with Chris a couple of times for you have as well deck throughout camp he said training's going great um, no wobbles no niggles um, he's been working with uh, Ben Carraway as well shout out Ben Carraway at ECM you know, if you remember last year to our shreds, shred series Ben was on so um, he's looking fit looking good um, and uh, you can't wait to be Back down in Bournemouth, take another world world f- title fight in the UK to see us out. There might is there any more before Christmas, but that's one not as many not as we need here. before uh, Christmas. That's good. One thing you mentioned there, that, you know, like you can't overlook Masternak. There's one thing you know that Chris Williamson is not going to do is overlook anyone, cut any corners. He's going to do it diligently. So like you could be, you could be confident in that. But Masternak's a good fighter. He's almost like CBS. He's almost like the same. The same sort of, you know, if you fight, if you pick the same bloke on fight night, like tough as fuck, strong, never stops coming, good on the inside, doesn't mind having a tear up, can box if he needs to. It's like a very, very beautifully matched fight. Mm. Um, I spoke to Chris a few weeks ago and he said he want he, you know, he's here to make a statement, proper statement job. Um, you know, but everyone says that, but it, it felt like he really means it. Also, I asked him to do something, some press last week and he went sorry mate no i'm too i'm just focusing on the fight now and i i really like that that's that's such a good sign and he's just like no sorry like normally yeah of course whatever but no nah, i've got a big fight and he wasn't I'm, trying you know, to I'm, do that cheat day meal thing for boxing news again was yeah you? i was like can you go and have can you have a burger i was like can you do uh 
No. And he was like, no, do you know what? I've got fight weeks to focus on. I'll do, I've, you know, there's a presser next week, blah, 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 but I ain't doing this. And I was like, fair fucking play. That is such a good sign. Um, and yeah, can't wait to get back down on the coast, George. Our first trip to the seaside since um, Harlem Eubank. And that went well for, for Harlem. For it the did. Brit. It did. For the ECM. Um, uh, indeed. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Bournemouth. Very good. Mm. Have we had any listener interaction this week, Deck? Has anyone sent us a message? Yeah, we've had messages galore, to be fair. Lots of people getting in touch. Um, mainly about me smashing you on the uh, the the game again. Yeah. I was... You did well. You were pulling it back. Yeah. They, they went... So, I think the first time Archie, um, who designs all these amazing yeah. games, he Shout sort of did it Archie. in a running order where the, the fella on the right... Um, was the last person who got beat mm. by them or something. Whereas this time oh, so round, it, I think order. it was a bit more jumbled. So I was mm. way out the loop. Um, oh, well. But you've got that fa- facial recognition sort of technology built into your um, into my DNA. Brain, yeah. I ain't got that. Yeah. So uh, you can always come again. Anyway, what we... <laughs> What we had a lot of messages about was Nathan Heaney. I got loads on my phone and the more, I always think if I, you know, by lunchtime, if I'm getting peppered with messages about the pod, it was like, it was a good one. Many people touched by the Nathan Heaney episode, enjoyed mm. it a lot, took a lot from it, including Adam Logan, who messaged, shout out for both the at GG Boxing Club and at Nathan Heaney for a wonderfully emotive episode that really brings home why we all love boxing so much. I agree with that, Joy. I think that's what, that was the key point when it is, what he did that night against Denzel Bentley, that's what boxing was all about. Anyway, mm. he also added Adam Logan. Also, from the intro, gents, the term for combining two words to derive a new meaning is a portmanteau. Of course it is. I was thinking of spoonerism. You know what spoonerism is? That's a, that's a, a, a deviance, isn't it? It's a Spoon- sexual no. position, no? Oh, my God. Spoonerism is, your like, prison days. is like a, cun- a cunning stunt. You know, like a cunning stunt is a stunning, Cunt. stunning C. Yeah, so if you, yeah, we could say that now. If Ben Shalom could say it, we could say it. That's a spoonerism. Oh, that's what I was trying to remember. It's a portmanteau. Of course it is. Um, can't remember what two words we were trying to combine. Poor, but poor, now we know. Poor man's toe. That's poor, a, poor man's toe. <laughs> when, when I was trying to learn Spanish, you hear the Spanish word and then you have to think of something that sort of sounds like what it is in English. So, Lavaca, Vaca is a cow. So, you'd imagine a cow doing vacuuming, right? Where are you going with this? Portmanteau. <laughs> I just think of like... Portmanteau. Portmanteau, yeah, like Steptoe and yeah. Son with his yeah. with his toe poking out. Um, that that should stick now. That should be in there. If you've got to associate a vision with, with the memory. Okay. Locked in. Portmanteau. Officially, portmanteau is a large travelling bag, typically typically made of stiff leather and opening into two equal parts, which we don't care about. But that's where it comes from. It's the two open two equal parts. But it's a word blending the sounds and combining the meaning of two others. For example, motel or brunch. Of course, that's a portmanteau. Can't remember what one we we're getting at. Anyway, maybe George, if someone could come up with a portmanteau on the tagline for the live event featuring Carl Froch next May smash a couple of words yeah yeah um, that would be if someone could get that on the poster 
in that would be bloody great, wouldn't Watch it? Watch the poor man's toe on the poster. If you can get a poor man's toe on the poster, happy day. I think, George, I think we need to wrap this up. Let's don't wrap you? it up. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, so, um, a couple of things to mention before the end deck would be uh, you can listen to procedure. us on Wednesday morning on Apple and Spotify. Um, and if you're out and about, then make sure you hit the follow button on your podcast app. Hit the follow Always. button on Apple or Spotify. Yeah, just follow us. We love it. Absolutely, every time. Um, yeah. Deck, I've totally forgotten. Is there a, you know, uh, an option if you don't like adverts? Oh yeah, there's always always this op- option. If you don't like the adverts, all you need to do is go on to Amazon Music, and there's an ad-free option. Um, and there will be people out there who don't like the adverts, so get on Am- Amazon Music. Bang, banging. Our Wednesday episode is now on Boxing News's YouTube channel, uh, so if you want to watch it, watch it with them. Uh, they usually stick out in the PM, five or six. I'm not sure how they how they arrive, but yeah, fo- mm. follow follow that as well, so you get a little notification. Uh, and for anyone who's seen the advert, thank you for all the Max and Paddy comments. Um, of course, we didn't even notice that when we did it, did we? We didn't even notice that we looked like Max and Paddy. So when people started to spot it, we were like, oh yeah, that's, you know. We'll have that. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have, just try to look cool. We'll have that, yeah. If you listen on Apple, leave us a review like one of the three did. Consistently informative, one of the three said. Superb cod- podcast, Codpast. Superb podcast with a boxing fan. Banter and entertaining, along with great boxing insights and opinions. Definitely worth subscribing. Cheers, one of the three. Now get the other two to bloody subscribe as well. Nice. <laughs> where can they buy merch last one right last one uh, if you want some merch for Christmas which you do right click the link in the description you know or link tree on the socials right you're, I can't do any more than that like you know no. you'll find it do it um, just head to the GG Boxing Club on all the socials and the link you will find everything you need including of course the Spotify playlist the ring walk uh, which we haven't added one to this evening. Um, do you want to add one right now? Not really. No, I think we should we should sit on that and give Scotney a second second entry uh, on Wednesday. Yep, that's a great shout. If you want to know what Scotney's uh, latest ring walk is, then fucking listen Wednesday. Ooh, please. Right, Deck. Um, I'll see you there. I'll see you there, mate. Take care. Ta ta. Ciao.